legacy of that shield is complicated. something to get behind. They need the symbol. So what's our plan? Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is The Anatomy of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Or is it? (laughs) Marvel has kind of backpedaled on their title, it seems, after this series. it does seem that way. I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, it's a nice little... uh... Reference to little tease, yeah. reference, Easter yeah. egg, yeah. whatever you want to refer to it yeah. as. Yeah, behind the scenes. Yeah, probably not. That, I wouldn't go that far. Probably not yeah. behind the we're scenes. We're not that cool yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, we're behind the scenes if it's like there's a building and we're on the outside, mm-hmm. but the scene is on the inside. Would be the direction of where we would be. Yeah. If that building was not in the way. Got it. That was the most complicated. Yeah, that was very... (laughs) Let me reword that. Okay. We're north of Hollywood. Okay. So if the set is facing north... Then technically... Technically... We could be behind the scenes. We'd be behind the scenes. Okay. Just like several hundred miles removed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We got them on a technicality. Yeah, yeah. Right. Feige's out there shouting, Damn you, DTF! <laughs> I heard it. Yeah. All the way from here, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. The wind was carrying it north. So. Right, yeah. That makes sense. Don't forget, this is a spoiler review. And this is your chance. If you have not seen the uh, finale of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now is your chance to press pause, go watch it, and then come back when you're done. Otherwise, you will be spoiled. And not in the good way, like, from your grandparents. Or from DTF. Yeah. (laughs) Getting six episodes of full episode breakdowns for your favorite Marvel TV shows. Very true. (laughs) I wish I had that when I was growing up. Yeah. Podcasts in general. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, podcasts are just an evolution of talk radio, right? I guess. But I hate talk radio. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> but I don't like talk radio, but I do like podcasts, so I don't know how that works. But maybe it's just the subject matter on talk radio is not what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we could be <laughs> the first talk radio station to have Marvel conversations. Yeah, just like a whole radio station just about Marvel stuff. I mean... That'd be pretty cool. I think it would be cool. Yeah. But until then, yeah, people are stuck with on-demand 
Yeah. Talk radio. Yeah. We're all like, wouldn't that be cool if there was a radio station where you had to listen to ads in between things? Yeah, and you had to <laughs> tune in at certain times, yeah. not when it was convenient for you. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, old. Three in the morning. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do well with this. <laughs> all right, let's get back into yes, our episode. Yes, let's get into it. This uh, week's episode is the final episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, called "One World, One People." Which is, of course, a reference to the slogan that we've heard the Flag Smashers use throughout the season. So, this episode starts off in New York at the, uh, where we left off last episode with the GRC, like, politician people voting on the GRC decision of moving people, basically deporting people, essentially. Yeah, I believe it's called the Gurk. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) You could try to start that, though. So the Girk proposal? Yeah. So, um, there's a hostage situation going on in this government building, and Sam has called Sharon in for backup, which is interesting, because also she shows up wearing the fancy, like, face disguise tech that Black Widow used, I believe, in, was it Winter Soldier? I don't recall her using anything like that. What did she? Was it not? Oh, no, she did in one of the movies. Yeah. Maybe it was that one. I was just thinking Zemo. Fair enough. Used it in Civil War. Yeah. What movie did she use it in? I thought it was... It must have been Winter Soldier. Yeah. Okay. Um, So, yeah. So, Sharon's... Also kind of a nice play, too, that, like, she probably got it the same way that Zemo got it. Yes. Exactly. Or maybe Zemo got it from her. Actually, no. he wouldn't have at yeah, the time. Never that, mind, that's never mind. like a time paradox yeah, right there. Well, yeah, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> After Endgame, I guess yeah, it's possible. Anything goes. <laughs> um, okay. So then, this is interesting. It's clear that Carly was waiting for Sam to arrive before they start their smoke bomb situation. Mm-hmm. Which, what do you think that means? What's that about? The plan was obviously to... I guess attack them. I guess. Well, because probably tied to Batroc wanting revenge, right? That's fair. That was the whole yeah. setup. Was Sharon sent him to help the Flag Smashers, and his deal was he his... got to kill the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. So that was probably a part of their strategy. Was wait for him. He'll get distracted by Batroc trying to kill him. Yeah, and then they can do whatever the fuck their mission is. Right. Okay, that's fair. The awkward thing is though, he's not the Falcon anymore. So, but she didn't get legally, that memo. Legally, Matrock can't kill him. Because... That's technicality. <laughs> he can't. He do said shit. he got to kill the Falcon. He's not the Falcon, so yeah. he can't do it. What's his name? the The other guy <laughs> Torres, shows up. Torres. And, <laughs> Torres shows up in the Falcon suit. Matrock's Get... like, "I will kill you." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, come on! I don't even know you." It's but my first you're dead. day. <laughs> it's my first fucking day. Yeah. I haven't even flown in these yet. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to use them yet. Um, so, yeah, we get the big reveal of Sam as Captain America with wings, of course. Uh, how did you feel about the new costume? It was fine. I mean... Was it underwhelming? Here's or? the thing. I guess it's just we're supposed to assume that that was what was in the... The case. The case in the yeah. last episode, which, yeah. I mean, I did, but... yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess in my head, I thought Marvel would have been a little more hand-holding with that. Like, 
like watching emphasize that this was the thing from the box. Yeah, which they didn't really do. It was really just kind of. Yeah, I think of it like, was implied. Cause you we... know, I felt like they were trying to make it seem like a huge surprise because last we see him open the case without seeing what's in yeah. the case, mm-hmm. and then then we see him flying in on this episode, and then they give you that like quick like him yeah. appearing throwing the shield. Yeah, and you see the suit, but like yeah, at a distance. It's the like oh, so shit. I think it's supposed to be like the oh shit of this is the new suit yeah but to me it was just like oh yeah okay the thing that we already knew was going to be in that box and right right they haven't really established that's what it is but that's what it is yeah so i was a little underwhelmed okay visually i think it looked fine yeah it was very close to the comic okay style yeah. yeah uh i don't really get the headpiece thing yeah i feel like just like cover the head part like what's why not cover the head part I also feel like you would want a mask, and now this would come up with the other, but just as the Falcon 2 suit. Like, wouldn't you have some kind of, like, mask for, like, oxygen or something with how he flies? (laughs) Yeah. I can see that. But, yeah, it's an... The only thing I think of is, like, you know, there is, like, a actual biological thing where such and such percent of the heat rises and leaves your body through your head. So I wonder if... It's 90%, but yeah. Is it 90? Oh, that was like 70. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's a high number. Yeah. I used to wear just a beanie in the winter because yeah. it's the only way to keep just it warm. Just a beanie? Nothing else? <laughs> um, the only and, thing When I'm, people ask, like, why, why are you only wearing a beanie? To I, keep warm. You, you lose 90% of your body heat through your head. So <laughs> statistically, yeah. I'm killing it. Yeah. It's, um, a, it's a real icebreaker. Yeah. You know, conversational starter. Makes sense. So that's my only thoughts on why he wouldn't have the head part. I got you, right? Because you were wearing more than a beanie when I met you, to be fair. Okay. Yeah. That was... Alright. Maybe he's trying to not overheat. That's all I was trying to go for there. (laughs) Okay. Or maybe he's just trying to show off his hair. Maybe. But, you know... What if he starts going bald? That that suit's going to be pretty outdated for him. He's going to get it altered to have a head. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So then this gonna is have, like, an... nanotech hair. <laughs> yeah. It like sways in he the He calls wind. up Wakanda. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have anything you have vibranium... vibranium hair follicles? You have any vibranium toupees? Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, he this I think is a it's like the it's like the big reveal scene of him as Captain America, and it's even shown as such by random guy. That like sees him come in the window. He's like, uh, "Excuse me, who are you?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I'm Captain America." Yeah, the like, first of many moments where we had to emphasize who he is. Yes, yes. Even though it's very obvious. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I think that this part was important because he didn't feel like he could be Captain America, and so seeing him freely introduce himself means mm-hmm. he has embraced it officially. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I get it. That one was okay. And granted, this is the first time that there he said were f- it. For a few later on that I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, we, we know. <laughs> Can someone get him a name tag? Yeah. He's got to be tired saying this. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so he shows up and realizes, oh, this is a misdirect, and tells Bucky and Sherry to keep the hostages inside because mm-hmm. whatever's going on he can tell that he figured out that Carly is doing something weird and 
So then Batroc shows up, like you mentioned, and they get into a very, very long fight, which I found interesting because I know that Sam doesn't have any superpowers, but he does have a fucking awesome suit and wings and a shield, mm. so I find it very weird that he can barely compete with Batroc. That was, yeah, now that you bring that up, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. He technically is just going against a normal guy. Yeah. I guess you could argue that he's like above average at the very least because yeah, he's he's a mercenary trained and does yeah. all this shit right but so he must be a really badass mercenary but like at the same time yeah he's as far as we know doesn't have any super soldier right. serum yeah. in him so he should easily have had an advantage with that yeah i'm so i was confused by that but i guess we're supposed to be i think we're probably supposed to be impressed by the French Leaper, rather than confused by Sam. I guess the idea <laughs> is that they're inside close quarter combat situation, so he's uh-huh. less effective. Yeah. Being how his whole That's gimmick true. is flying around. Yeah, he can't just, like, pick him up and carry him up really high and then drop him. Yeah, I mean, he could <laughs> about 10 feet. Yeah, that's true. The he couldn't... Sprains his ankle. Like, why didn't he just... I'm, <laughs> I'm getting you slowly but surely. Why didn't he just throw him out of a window immediately, by the way? Like, that would be the easy answer. Uh... <laughs> it will look a little awkward after he was all preachy about uh, Fair John Walker killing a guy <laughs> but who like, had power. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's like, well, I didn't know he was going to die. He's the French leaper. I yeah, thought, I thought, I thought he would just leap at the end. <laughs> just kind of bounce off the cement and keep going. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then while... They all, while Sharon and Bucky, so while they are fighting, Sharon and Bucky are supposed to be figuring out the hostage situation. And this part I think was weird is Sharon watches them go down the stairwell, but doesn't try to stop anyone. Mm -hmm. Was she supposed to? Or was she just supposed to like keep an eye on them until Bucky could catch them at the end? What I thought was it supposed to happen was they were supposed to just kind of follow the senators. Yeah. And whoever was in that situation of the yeah. the vote and protect them if need be. Okay. That's what I took from it. Okay. But as we soon find out, she's got some alternative situation going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and then Carly distracts Bucky by calling some random woman and telling her to say, hey, Bucky. That was super weird. So, is it like, implied that she was a part of the yeah, Flag Smashers? Or she so. just called some random phone and was like, hey, do this. Or, I'm, uh, I'm going to... I'm assuming she was one of the Flag Smasher follower people. Otherwise... Uh, I'm okay. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> it was just so weird. He, yeah. She just walks up to, like, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. This no big deal. who just, like, you know, assassinates the best of the best. Yeah. For decades. Yeah. And she's like, oh, hey, uh, yeah, the phone's for you. I'm obviously with the bad guys, but... But uh, I'm not here's my worried phone. about it. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go now. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> And in their conversation, Carly, I feel like, reveals that she has no idea who he is. You know what I mean? Because, I mean... She, she, she has to have no idea who he is. Because she says things like fighting for a bigger cause and all of that shit. And, like, you don't know what that's like. Like, what? Bitch? Yeah, I... <laughs> that's why I Were feel like... Were you just born? This is why I think that society doesn't know everybody who was in play during Endgame. because, yeah. Or even Infinity War. Because, like, I feel like there was other examples, but, like, that's one where, how do you not know he was literally there fighting to protect Earth mm-hmm. against an alien threat Yeah. that caused all of this? Yeah. 
Let- like, that's a little bit of a fighting for a bigger cause than yourself. And that's even after he was the Winter Soldier. But we started in the army, or it was the army, right? He was fighting for yeah, just going cause. off of the going first Avenger. Yeah. He was in World War Two. That's <laughs> yeah. a, that's also he kind wasn't of like I want to go fight these people because they pissed me off personally. He wasn't doing it for himself, yeah. you know. So. The less Nazis in the world, the more women for me. <laughs> That's probably what it really was. <laughs> that was clearly his end game, yeah, right? Of I course. mean, come on now. Definitely. Carly knew it all yeah. along. Mm-hmm. So she showed her, uh, even, they have made references to her being just a kid or whatever, and I feel like it's not believable yeah, because she's a 30 something year old looking person. in her 30s, easily. So I don't know how old she's supposed to be, but they didn't know Worst it right. case scenario, they really fucked up the casting. <laughs> yeah. So that's confusing. But she does mentally seem not very old. Mm. So I guess she's playing that part appropriately if she's supposed to be younger. Mm. So whatever. Maybe she just told everybody she was younger than she was. Yeah, maybe. You know. She's like, oh, I'm 21. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, starting this, I'm just kind of starting this club. It's called the Flag Smashers. <laughs> It's my twenty first birthday. I don't know if you guys knew. <laughs> yeah. She started a terrorist group just because she lied about her age. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um so then Sharon takes out one of the big guards that is like going down the stairs or whatever with some like poisonous gas situation. Well, he's clearly a flag smasher. He's obviously one of he them. He locked up the uh he used the fancy lock. Yeah, the armored thing. trucks. He yes. locked them up so that all the He's on uh, their side, senators yeah. couldn't get out. Exactly. And so she threw in some. Was their goal to kill all of them? Was that what their goal was? Well, see, that's confusing because they just kind of kidnapped them later, and then I don't know. It just we'll talk about that actually when we get to the rendezvous point. Actually, okay, because that's they do discuss that. So I feel like I know that we're supposed to stop the sl- the flag smashers here, but. Killing a guy with mercury vapor, quote, among other things, seems like it escalated quickly. I don't know. Maybe subdue him. At first I was like, oh, she just like stole his keys or something. So he couldn't leave. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And follow them. I was like, oh, oh, no, no, she just just murdered him. him. Yeah, Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, so she's like, she's emo status at this point. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, Maybe they got a thing. Maybe they were like... Writing, maybe he wrote. She wrote into him in prison. Oh, maybe, maybe they're secretly married. Yeah. <laughs> um, how funny would that be to go from Captain America to Zemo? <laughs> and they just kissed once. Yeah, I know, but anyway. Um. Okay, and so the irony <laughs> of the Sam finally escaping from Batroc is that he leaped out a window to get away from the French leaper. And it worked. If you can't beat them, join them in leaping. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Sam is pursuing this helicopter, which is another set of hostages. This whole plan of the Flag Smashers is weird to me because I'm like... Yeah, some of them, they were like, oh, we'll, we'll take them in a helicopter. Others were like, we'll take them in a truck. Yeah, there were several trucks and a helicopter and who the fuck knows what yeah. else. If and it was I'm snowing, like, they would probably on? use a snowmobile at some point. We probably, don't know. Probably, yeah. Uh, so while Sam is in pursuit of this helicopter, we get another big reveal. Red Wing 2.0. Or Red Wings. There's clearly several little doodads that are attached to his jetpack situation. 
I would just think it's considered one entity. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's probably just one thing that can separate it into parts, I guess. Now, the whole, like, helicopter thing. It, first off, went straight vibes back to the first episode of him in the cargo yes. plane. It was very parallel yeah. to that. Uh-huh. So then with the reveal of Red Wing 2.0, Red Wing even saves one of the cops from the cop helicopter. It was cops, right? There was a police yeah, helicopter? Yeah, some kind of or military traffic or authority. Something, yeah, whatever. Some, kind, some of, kind of officers. Yeah. Uh, so it's crashed or smashed by the Flag Smasher yeah, helicopter. The, the, the thing was just made out of flags. It was made out of flags. That was a big mistake <laughs> on their huge, part. Huge mistake. Never make your helicopter out of flags, especially <laughs> yes. when you're... Your threat is called the flag smashers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they wrecked the helicopter, and the Red Red Wing rescued one of the guys, and Sam rescued the other guy, and like landed and mm-hmm. co- protected him with his like cocoon wings. See, I, I kind crazy. of enjoyed how they did this with the. They're they're giving us examples of how this suit. Well, I guess he could have done it with the other one too, but like how it wouldn't have been as strong though, probably. Okay, yeah. he probably would have died. Yeah, <laughs> he would have been underneath well, it. But it would... <laughs> he would have to be stronger than a pile of flags. Yes, in the shape of a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> a pile of flags. <laughs> yeah I'm still going off that bit. Okay, uh, but it was really cool because like it showed like he used like the wings, which we've seen before, but like mm-hmm. kind of as like some kind of a like a, like a protective shield protective thing casing and then yeah. you put the shield on top yeah which kind of was a nice way of showing how he's working with the shield and the wings together yes to do what he does yeah now. and then we get the like oh like everybody's cheering scene like mm-hmm. you would see in like one of the first spider-man movies like i feel like with random spectators just cheering on mm-hmm. it was very throwback it, this whole episode's been very cheesy with like yeah. everybody in the background just cheering them on like yeah. come on nobody would be sitting here fucking yeah <laughs> it's not super realistic a helicopter's fall yeah we're gonna stand here yeah let's just stand here and clap yeah <laughs> dibs um, on one of the flags <laughs> Okay, so then Sam uses Red Wing to pinpoint that one of the hostages in the helicopter has had flight training. She knows how to fly a helicopter, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Which, I think this is really cool. Private, that, privacy evasion, but it's fine. Yeah, well, but I think this is really cool that he uses her phone and her earbuds to communicate with her to, like, figure out a plan, mm-hmm. right? And so I, this is a good uh, demonstration mm-hmm. of his ability to use modern technology and be Captain America, which well, is... It's, yeah, it's incorporating, like... His abilities as, as Falcon, Falcon and also, and also yes. like how he would be as a Captain America. Yes, it's it's just a fun juxtaposition to Steve Rogers, how he was like basically barely knew how to use a cell phone because yeah. it was from the forties. Yeah, he course. used to pull out his flip phone and, and call the people <laughs> on the helicopter. Call time. Yeah, <laughs> popcorn. <laughs> and you know what time it is? How much <laughs> is left to save this person? <laughs> Um. <laughs> again, how was there? I know this is like a pet peeve thing. We're supposed to believe there was no static on that phone call no. with him flying yeah. out in the open. Yeah, that fast. He's just catching with the helicopter. He yeah. wasn't going slow. Yeah, that's fair. Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Brandon pushes all the wind around him away. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I we don't know. I wouldn't put it past the storyline yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, so then he hits the pilot out of the helicopter. 
uh, he like takes the door off with mm-hmm. the shield, right? And then he grabs the pilot. Yeah. This whole first third of the whole like of this episode was just eye candy with uh-huh. CGI of him just fucking shit up and yeah. and really taking advantage of his flight and using a shield. And yes. It does kind of like bring up the whole, like, I don't... It's hard for me to believe people are using a shield the way they are in this. Because, like, there's yeah. too many variables about how the shield would bounce off and not come straight back like it always seems to. Yeah. But, whatever. It... Yeah. But, yeah, it was a really cool, like, setup of how they, they showed him execute, like, a... Break the door off with the shield. Burst through, kind of like the cargo thing. Mm-hmm. Or, I guess, with the helicopter at that point in that yeah. first episode. Grab the the pilot, yeah. Take him out, and then she, whatever the the senator, senator or whoever she was, lady, yeah. comes and takes control. Yeah. Uh, so Which, lesson learned: if you're going to be a terrorist flying a helicopter, make sure wear your seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. Make sure they you can't don't... they can't pull you out like that. Yeah. Make sure you don't have any other uh, people who are capable of flying a helicopter in the helicopter with yes. you, because <laughs> then there's no chance. Does anybody here know how to fly a helicopter? Bang. Uncomfortably raises their hand. (laughs) (laughs) Throws them out. Yeah. (laughs) So, this is something I just thought of when you were talking about the whole shield use situation. What if... I don't know if this is the case, but I know that vibranium has a lot of interesting properties... Such as, you know, the little beads that they have that that can be used for communication? the, The anal ones? No. Used for communication and other things. So I wonder if there's some kind of properties they, they I think can. They call them vibranal beads. No, um, they might be able to program it to come back, kind of like Thor's hammer. Situation. That would be a well. I mean, I wouldn't compare Obviously, it to Thor's hammer. Not but... exactly like that because that's about god powers, but just something like a yeah, I get it. Where you a, can a scientific it explanation. Well, as scientific as you can get. As yeah, take our word science. for it. Yeah. It... <laughs> Yeah. Well, condensate. I guess I would rather that than just, oh, they're so good and accurate at always throwing it at any scenario yeah. that it's just always the perfect. Yeah. Part of me just know. wonders if it has anything to do with it being made of vibranium and there's some kind of fancy thing in the background that we don't know about. Okay. But I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Mm. It's just really, I mean, with having half of a day of training... Yeah. You know, in the montage last episode, yeah. he's just he's killing he's it right really now. Really doing well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really wish they would have told us how long it was supposed to have been. <laughs> it would add a lot of depth to that situation. Turns out it was like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we get to the rendezvous point where Carly is talking to her other flag smashers, and she reveals it doesn't even matter if they die. Basically, one of the other ones, one of the other flag smashers is like, we're just supposed to use them to delay the vote or to change the vote mm-hmm. or something, right? To influence the vote. And she's like, but it doesn't matter if they die. It doesn't matter if we die. Mm-hmm. As long as the message, the movement is big enough that none of this really matters if any of us make it. Well, I guess her logic is also if they die, then they can't vote, which means they can't vote against it. Yeah, so. exactly. So that's what's, uh, and I think it's very telling about how crazy she's getting, how zealous mm-hmm. Carly is getting, in that all of her other people are like, oh, fuck. Yeah, and the, everyone is still to this point. They're in this scenario where they're mm-hmm. doing this mission, and they're yeah. still like, uh... I didn't sign up for that. I didn't know we were going to do that. I didn't know we were going to murder. Yeah. 
even though we've been trying we've been, to yeah. the last three episodes. Yeah. I feel like there a lot of them are still in this like fantasy world where they're just activists mm-hmm. and not terrorists. Yeah. Um, but then they keep listening to her, and she is escalated beyond the point yeah. of escalation. Well, I mean, by the end of that conversation, they're they all are like, they're like, okay, we're in it. One person, one people. Yeah. Very hesitantly, but they're doing it. Yeah. Which I think is like weird that you would want them involved if they are still that openly hesitant. Yeah. To even well, say, well, I don't think she had a lot of other options at okay. this point. That's true. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then when all the hostages are arriving and they're like security trucks or whatever Bucky gets there too to try to like stop the situation and then Carly's like we need a distraction he needs somebody to save so they just Mm -hmm. light one of them on fire so that Bucky's distracted which is it's smart very smart because they know that he's gonna want to be the hero he's gonna have to save the people rather than try to fight them well not want to be the hero but want to save the people yeah that's why I changed what I was gonna say Mm -hmm. um He's going to feel obligated to save the people because they are more important than him just get going after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is where we see John Walker show up. See, I feel like this is a huge jump from where we last saw him. I mean, we, we literally saw him fighting Bucky and Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay, for the shield, essentially. And then getting court-martialed. And then, and then getting court-martialed. And then doing his, like, I'm going to make my own shield. Yes. Fine. I'll make my own club. <laughs> With hookers and blow. <laughs> hookers. <laughs> something and like that. Something like that. <laughs> People are like, what the fuck are you talking about? We have to go watch the episode again. Yeah. Futurama. It's yeah. a good episode. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just seems like a huge 180, I feel like, for the character. We're just supposed to, like believe I, I guess the idea he's there for revenge yeah it's pretty clear it's to not me. there to help out but yeah. it just kind of like so if he's not involved in any of like the government stuff anymore how does he even know that, that they're there he must have like a radio or something like i mean it's like a although big i guess val could have given her given him the intel that's true or he could just be listening to the news which okay, I guess the news might be covering it at this yeah, point. Yeah, because they're like there's a big hostage situation, mm-hmm. and they know the flag smashers are involved. So he, if he's listening to the news at all, he knows what's happening. Okay, all right, good point. So it's pretty clear to me that he shows up with revenge as his primary objective. Mm. Um, and then, man, Carly's like, I didn't mean to hurt your friend. I don't want to hurt people that don't matter. Is she an idiot? It, like, okay, so. This kind of brings up the question I had, I think, last episode, the episode where he died. Yeah. Uh, Lamar died. It's like, why is, she, why is he not valued as important of a death as Captain America if he's, like, basically his partner in, in the level of symbolism in taking down Captain America? Like, wouldn't that be up there with getting the point across? No, because he's not a known name. He's not important enough for her cause to make it, like worldwide news okay like it would be important to the u.s that she killed him but probably not even so like, until he gets like basically he street was, cred exactly he, he doesn't didn't, matter he as didn't far have name as, recognition okay. he just happened to be the previous partner or partner of the guy who is now captain america okay but at this point she's not even concerned about killing him is it because of what happened his downfall he's not really considered captain america now so 
Yeah, because like, she, she doesn't even seem to care about killing him out. He's just she's she's just trying to reason with him so she could go do her thing. Yeah, she just wants him out of the way. She only wanted to kill him because that was going to be her statement. But now that they're here and they have literally mm-hmm. truckloads full of senators, she's like, I don't really need Captain America anymore. Yeah, it's all about her one big statement. Yeah. Well, plus I guess not that she would know, but he's not technically Captain America, right? Because Sam is right. True, but. She wasn't there when they established that in yeah. the intro. Yeah. So. That's true. So. Um, I just feel like this is a really stupid thing for her to say to him. Who she already knows wants to kill her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just. Let him hulk out more. Yeah. yeah that's smart. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. Um, so, of course, he's enraged and he goes after her, and then but they all gang up on him and he's not able to keep up. Maybe that's why she's not worried about it because there's multiple so of them and only one of him, and their logic is that he doesn't have a chance. He doesn't have a chance against five of them or four of them or however many there are. Mm-hmm. So, but then Bucky stops them from taking him out entirely after he res- he pulls the fucking crazy lock thing off the door and rescues the people in the van that's on fire. Mm. He kept, gets them out just in time to go rescue. John Walker, which is even more of a statement towards Bucky's state of mind and character that he's rescuing him because that's the right thing to do. Not has nothing to do with him being shitty as a previous Captain America. Well, but he doesn't. It's, it's not personal to him right, that he that, was Captain America. Yeah. It's just he wanted that shield to mean something more than what it was. Yeah, and he was John he's very protective of Cap's legacy, so yeah. he wanted it to go where Cap wanted to fucking go. Yeah, I don't think it was anything like he didn't like John Walker. Well, Obviously, they had problems after, he, yeah. but like, I don't think it. I think he rubbed in the wrong all way. that considered personal. That's true. Yeah, I don't. That's what I'm saying is like Bucky. Mm-hmm. Even though they had a bad relationship, person to person, he wasn't taking that into account when it's about saving somebody from dying. Yeah. So just yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like Zemo. Like, you know, yeah. he didn't let Zemo get killed. He, yes, you know. So, like, kind of looking back on that whole thing too. Like, I get, maybe in the background, it's supposed to be le- we're supposed to believe that he made a deal with the Wakanda uh, people that they wouldn't kill him, and he would just go to the raft. I don't know. Like, I don't. Know. Oh, maybe because I felt like that was like weird that they were all like, "We're gonna kill him," and then all of a sudden they're like, "We're gonna summon the prison." Yeah. What? Yeah. One thing I want to note, too, is uh, John Walker's shield in this scene. Yes. Uh, he tries... To, like The first time he throws this shield, it, she just bats it away like and it just fucks it, it yeah. up. And yeah. it just hits the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think she kind of smirked. Like, she did. She's like, yeah, what was that? <laughs> yeah. This shield was definitely more symbolism for him because he had that purple heart or mm-hmm. whatever, Medal of Honor, whatever it was, on yeah. the back of it so that he could see it when he was fighting. Yeah, but it just really showed a lot, too. Like, it's not just that he has a shield. It's what the shield is made of, literally. Exactly, yes. <laughs> that keeps it useful on the battlefield. Definitely. So, one of the vehicles Carly has gotten into and it has driven it to the edge and is driving it off the fucking whatever beams construction site yeah, situation. Yeah, clearly some kind of construction that looked yeah. like it was going underground yeah yeah so there there are all these people that are in the vehicle are going to be falling and we see this interesting moment of uh john walker kind of shaking his head and 
blinking a bunch and it's like he's kind of coming to his senses because he looks back and forth between the van and Carly and he realizes I need to save these people that's what's Mm. more important and maybe Bucky had an impact on him with that scenario yeah seeing him focusing on the 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 other van and then focusing on saving him after yes maybe he thought like there is something bigger I need to do than revenge yes um, so that was nice to see that switch flipped. Mm-hmm. Whether it's permanent or not, we'll see. But... Well, again, with this character, like, he's not, it, it seemed like, obviously, he's made some big fucking mistakes. Yeah. And he's, made, he's gone about things really in a I- ignorant manner. But mm-hmm. overall, he seems like, at heart, he has the right idea. Like, he wants... The best of intentions. Yeah, like, he's got the best of intentions. He's just not doing things correctly. Yeah. Somebody on the internet, probably multiple people, made the parallel of John Walker being a representation of the United States, like, military action or whatever, and being, like, all action and maybe doing more than they need to do more aggressively, Mm -hmm. but they're doing it for a good reason or whatever. And then Sam is the other part of where you're being diplomatic and figuring things out without Mm -hmm. having to go to battle and that kind of thing. There were two different sides of the same coin. Yeah. And so it was an interesting... I was like, I didn't even think of that. I don't know if that's where the comic writers or the writers of the show are going for it or not, but it's an interesting concept. Uh, So then after he's obviously made this decision in his head... We see that he goes for the vehicle and tries to pull it back up, and he's thrown the shield down below. So, did he throw the shield, or was it just when he was attacked by the flag smashers, they tore it out of his arm while he was trying to hold the? I saw the shield go down below before they had come to him. Okay, so okay. to me it felt so it like was a... him throwing away the title of Captain yes, America and that... and taking on. Himself. Embracing himself. That's okay. what I got from okay. it. It was like, I don't need to try to be something. I need to be myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's I'll what be I at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, the flag specialists start attacking him, like you said. And then Sam has to come in and save the day with his fucking jetpack rocket situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get the, like, cheering crowds and shit, of course. Mm-hmm. And then we're interrupted with um, Carly tries to... <laughs> I don't know if she picks a piece of rebar or something and tries to, like, spear Bucky. Mm-hmm. Again, showing that she has no idea who he is and what his skill set is. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Steve Rogers tried that at one point. <laughs> or was it was it Nick Fury? Somebody shot something at him and yeah. he just, like, grabbed it. Yeah. I want to watch all the old movies again. Yeah, we do need to do a, a binge on that stuff. Yeah. And by binge, I mean just, like, watch them at some point <laughs> randomly. Yeah. Every few days, watch another one, yeah. Um, okay, so then he catches it midair, and then Sam lands, and Carly starts to go on all this thing about how it's bullshit that you, like, got caught up in it. He's like, maybe you just need to try something different. Like, that's what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they're all interrupted by a bunch of smoke bombs. Then uh, the smoke bombs turn out to be the French Leaper. <laughs> yeah, just leaping in with snow- just smoke leaping bombs. leaping in, Yeah. And he's got, we've got Sharon Carter up there looking down at the scene as well, looking shady. I don't know. I feel like she's up to something. Well, she's just spectating as far as we know, right? Yeah, as far as we know. We don't know exactly what's going on, but she shows up looking, and I guess she's technically in contact with Sam and Bucky. Luckily, none of the citizens 
of New York knew who she was. Yes, you know, exactly. Or else she would have been in trouble. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so then during in the smoke, the Flag Smashers all run away. And, of course, Sam and Bucky and uh, John Walker is suddenly teamed up with them. Uh, <laughs> See, that was so weird to me. I guess it just kind of implied, like, yeah, I'm here to help. I don't know. It just felt like... All three of them were in the same fucking spot together, and yeah. there's just like no words of the last we all had a yeah. An I feel like it was a and it was just kind of like implied. Okay, let's go. It was like an unspoken enemy of my enemy situation. Okay. They're like, you're a super soldier. Yeah, we you, you could be with us for now because okay. <laughs> we need your help. We might need it. Um, I mean, he seemed to be like clear headed at yes, the time. So correct. Yes, didn't have a shield. Yeah, at least not one that would. Like be useful. Yeah. <laughs> Slams down on somebody with a shield, it just shatters. Yeah. Ah oh, fuck, this one was made out of flags. <laughs> yeah. So um then we hear this that secret whistle of the flag smashers in the, the fucking weird sewer pipe situation that they're in, whatever the fuck mm. weird construction site. I and- was just I'm glad that ended up just being a person because I was really worried mm-hmm. there was a bird trap down there. Yeah, you would. Um, and the person whistling turns out to be Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I mean, okay, so this I think highlights that, which we kind of get a maybe a reveal. We you know yeah. we'll get into it, but. How did she know that was a thing that they do unless she had some kind of inside connection to her? Right. Which we find out she did. Uh, It is revealed that they have a history and that Sharon was involved in mentoring her or whatever, Carly, when she was younger, at least. And it is maybe, it's, it's, I'm going to say it's revealed, because that's what everybody's Mm -hmm. saying, that she's the power broker. Sharon is the power broker. Yeah. Okay. However. Okay, go ahead. There, I believe there is still a chance that she's not. I am okay with it if she is, because, like, we both were like, she could be the power broker. Um, But technically. Well, I mean, I feel like it just was implied that she was yes, based off the. It was pointing. The way they addressed that scene. Yes. Um, even Batruck comes in and he, he calls her oh, the so power broker. Oh, you're the power broker, yeah. So that's kind of for the viewer to be like, oh, that's the power broker. Yeah. Maybe that's a smoke and mirror trick. Yes. But. So, just as playing devil's advocate here, she never technically admits to being the power broker or acknowledges that she is in any mm-hmm. way. All we get was from Carly, without the muscle, how much power does the power broker really have? And Sharon looks up and she's like, more than you. But she doesn't really say that she's the one with that power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, here's where I'm going to say maybe it's evidence she is a power broker mm-hmm. as a specific person. Because earlier in the show, I feel like Carly had a conversation with one of the other Flag Smashers. I think it was before they did the bombing for mm-hmm. the the raid that they did for yeah. the supplies. Yeah. Uh, she said something about, like, when we... Oh, work in security for the power the, broker. Something about the power broker, like basically took them in. Yes. And so I took that whole conversation of her being like, her and Sharon being like, kind of confirmation that she's the power broker because she is implied, you know, A equals B, B equals C, so A equals C. Yes. Kind of situation yeah, in my no, head. I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm just saying, I think it's still possible that there's a third party 
or I guess a second party, that mm. there's somebody she's working with, and the power broker is more of an organization rather than an individual person. Yeah, now that could probably be the route they're going, which would probably make more sense in the sense of, in the aspect of power broker is always watching. You know, it, yes, it, that would make more sense since it's not one person. It's like it's an organization. It's it's a a large an group entity. of yeah. of beings. You yeah. know. Who are, are patrolling and, and, and being able to see things. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the idea that she's just the power broker. Yeah. And that is it, the per She's the person. Yeah. Um, I know that's not a popular take right now. It, yeah. it feels like on the internet people are not too thrilled about her. The idea of Sharon Carter being the power broker. I don't feel like she's really a character that had a lot of... I don't mean to like be mean but like impact on the mcu like i don't think she had enough that it's like not my sharon carter you yeah know? yeah it's this she had a very small role in these movies it would be kind of weird given the ending they gave her for this episode though i feel like that's a lot of involvement for someone to be a primary villain well that's the thing is i don't know if she'd be considered a primary villain like mm-hmm. i'm the power broker could just be kind of a character that's there and, and negotiating in the background and helping other villains. Right. Which could be implied because she's like, we have, I don't want to jump ahead, but, you know, the reference to the phone call of, um, state we have, and... you know, we have government secrets and prototype weapons and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, for, you know, that we can start selling. Yeah. I mean, that could just be an open plot point for... How we're going to get all these other villains coming forward who are then going to have powers and these cool suits and, you know, shit like that. Where That's true. It's an easy explanation of, like, how did we get this supervillain, you know, and tie it into the overall MCU. Okay. So, like, we might not see the power broker as, like, the main villain of a movie and they got to stop them, but more of a background entity that's kind of working the system and, and creating havoc for other plot points to start right. like a loki situation kind of like a loki but you but know. less lovable <laughs> no, it depends how much you love sharon carter i, I guess, guess. That, i guess that's true assuming that's who she is yes have you also heard the whole people are calling it the like the mephisto theory of this <laughs> of this series yeah. uh that she's a scroll yeah i was wondering what your thoughts were on that um I don't think that's what it is. I, that would be an easy out to get her, like, oh, she she is good. She's not a bad guy. Yeah. Um, but again, I really like the idea that she is just a bad guy because or, it, it would show impact on and, and consequences on the actions of the MCU. Yeah, right? that's true. Somebody who dedicated her life to S.H.I.E.L.D., okay, mm-hmm. got betrayed mm-hmm. and has now become a villain. Yeah, that's right? true. Somebody who was playing the game the right way and learned that it doesn't always work out to be on the side of what you deem good. Yeah. Or is she Mephisto? Yeah. Maybe (laughs) she is. It had to be said. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So back to this scene. We got got off on a tangent a bit. Sorry. Eh, I don't think we did. That's literally what we're here for. I guess we were just talking about Sharon Carter. Fair enough. Okay, so at this scene, Batroc walks in and he start, tries to blackmail Sharon Carter and he's like, I'm going to tell everybody who you are. Yeah, real smart move. Money. They both have you're guns. You're an idiot. You just showed Carly that you're betraying her. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so then you have, and then you're gonna go tell the only ally you would theoretically have in that room that you're, that you're trying her. to blackmail her now. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I don't do blackmail," and then shoots him immediately. <laughs> so it's like it didn't work out at mm-hmm. all for him. Also, uh, that moment too, where she says, "I don't do blackmail," whatever. Yeah. When she says, "I don't," mm-hmm. kind of took me to the idea of, "Yeah, she is the power broker," because it's yeah. like he's implying because you're the power broker. Yeah. I yeah, I get I get the logic, and I, I'm totally on board with her being the power worker per- personally. But I feel like there's still wiggle room for them mm-hmm. to wedge somebody else in as part of it, or instead of her, or whatever. If yeah. she's just involved with that person potentially. Also, just like the reverse psychology aspect with Wandavision, we were all so fucking sure that Mephisto was going to be behind it. Yeah, because they gave so many blatant things, right? Yes, and then it ended up being nothing. Yeah. And that was the twist. Yeah. Okay. So with this, they're giving those blatant things with Sharon Carter being mm-hmm. the power broker. Yeah. And then they give us the real, the reveal, oh, she is the power broker as far as we know, right? Yeah. So in my head, since they already did it with WandaVision as, oh, it wasn't and it was a trick. Yeah. They know that we're going to expect it to be a trick. Mm-hmm. And then the trick is going to be that, that it's it not a trick. trick. And she is the power broker. <laughs> yeah. Marvel has me really emotionally unstable when it like, comes to this I stuff I feel now. like you're like the aliens, the ancient aliens I got, guy right now. <laughs> got like a, a foil hat on. Yeah. I'm just like... <laughs> you're just like... <laughs> somehow, somehow the pyramids tie into this. Yeah. We just don't know just yet. just how yet. Sharon built those fucking things somehow. Um, okay, so one question... Do we know for sure? I mean, we didn't see his body, but do we think Batroc is for sure dead? I would assume. Yeah. I mean, he's not like a big player. Yeah. Honestly, the only reason I feel like he was in this was just to say, oh, see, we're part of the MCU. Yeah. Not that you needed to because you have all these have the bigger characters. characters. Yeah. Not so much that we're a part of it, but like it's all it's tied together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's all and connected. I just feel like. Even, like, the first episode we had him, right? And we kind of didn't really see him until the very end of this. You know? Yes. I think I even said in an episode, it's like, uh, are we even going to see him again? Or was he just yeah. kind of like a, like a cameo? And then literally the next episode we see him again. Yeah. I feel like he's, they could have put anybody in that spot, right? He mm-hmm. wasn't, it didn't need to be him. Yeah. I mean, I guess it did for leaping out of the building and, yeah. and landing and yeah. leaping away. But other than that, I feel like... He was just there to have a familiar name. Right, right. So I don't think we're going to see him. I, I think he's just dead. It, yeah. Okay. They haven't done anything with him that's like really important. Right. Unless they're going to make him like a constant arch nemesis of the new Captain America. That's a good point though. They probably don't need that nemesis of the Falcon now that he's Captain America. Yeah, but I mean... Aside from the title, like, he's the same character, so it's not, you know, they, it could easily be changed to, if they want to continue that nemesis thing, Yeah, it could just be him versus Captain America again. You That's know? true. I mean, it's not like he didn't have a thing with a Captain America in the first fucking Winter Soldier That's scene, true. right? True, true. Okay. Okay, so at this point, um, at the time that Sharon shot the French Leaper, Carly shot Sharon... Not deadly, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then this is exactly when Sam walks in, so it looks very Sharon is the Stage. Yes, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, 
do you think she planned this whole thing? Not, probably not to get shot, but do you think she planned the whole scenario to be she would never be revealed to Sam or Bucky? I think so. But get, I mean, obviously the whole reason she's there, because like, in the beginning Sam was like, you're not supposed to be here. Oh, you're yeah. at risk of getting caught or whatever. Yeah. Obviously she's here for revenge. Yeah. Which then plays into, is she the power broker wanting revenge, or is she just sent by the power broker wanting right. revenge? Yeah. But she definitely seems like she's uh, playing the victim situation. Yeah. She's obviously in a cynical... I mean, she literally is the victim, but she also <laughs> seems like she orchestrated it. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, she she knows what she's doing. Yes. She had a plan. Yes. Exactly. And, you know, we had talked at one point, like, maybe she's just undercover in this, like, mission... Mm-hmm. You know, probably for, like, Nick Fury or something. But, like, it doesn't feel that way at this point. Because she's, like, straight comfortable murdering people. And yeah. It feels like that's not really a... Yeah. Unless the... Unless Sword is just, like, really comfortable doing stuff like that. <laughs> compared yeah. to S.H.I.E.L.D. That's true. Um. Okay, so then Sam gets into a fight with Carly because she wants he's basically just defending himself but she's attacking him and she's like you need to fight me or whatever he's trying to stop her yeah and it's not going well you're so young you're like only 21 you need to stop (laughs) this yeah you have your best days ahead of you yeah carly yeah but then he calls her a teenager later and it's like what i don't whatever anyway um so then but then she picks up a gun and she's about to shoot sam and then sharon Mm -hmm. kills her so here we are. Do you think she wanted to kill Sam to do the whole, like, fulfillment of take out Captain America mm-hmm. for her, like, purpose? Or do you think this, that the whole Senator raid in this episode kind of took place of that and it was no longer important to do that? I feel like she felt as her backup plan she had to kill Sam because they didn't end up killing any of the senators. Or is it just implied that he, she doesn't know that he's Captain America and he's not a threat in that sense, or not really a threat, but like a, he's not symbolically important in that sense. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. I felt like she was like, she felt like that was her only option to kill him because she thought that it might do something for her cause. Since. I feel like in that moment she was just like, I just gotta get you out of the way. Yeah. I don't think it was really about any cause at that point. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like, you're becoming a. An annoyance. Yeah. Uh, but she did seem hesitant as well. Yeah. Because I don't think she's... Well, okay, never mind. She killed Lamar. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think she's directly killed anybody. Yeah, but Just that kind also of like was... threw a bomb or something. But she did do that. But she said she didn't mean to do it. Yeah. It, I mean, it seemed like she, she didn't. It was but just an accident, yeah. It also seemed weird that she was shocked that she just killed somebody after the whole plan was to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't important enough, so... But sure enough, here we are. Sharon Carter saves the day. Yep. Playing that, you know, playing that role yes. of victim the hero. Yeah. Not at all some kind of secret villain. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, uh, Sharon kills Carly, I, I assume, so that she kills her. Because it looks like she yeah, dies, she's dead. right? Yeah. I just don't know. I think. It seems like she's dead, but then Sam her carries later. her body to a stretcher, yeah. so I'm like, oh, why They is do that show necessary? her later on, you're right. Yeah. And she wasn't covered. Right. But that could also just be to show us that right. she was yeah. taken away. That's true. And then you pointed out when we were rewatching that when she's dying, 
it, or when it looks like she's dying, she grabs her necklace and she says, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, we don't, neither one of us think that she was saying, I'm sorry to Sam. She was, no. It, she, I think, was apologizing to this idea of this uh, Donya Madani character. Maybe. The mother figure she had. Mother I figure. Think. She's apologizing for failing in her plan, I think. That's what I took out of it. Yeah. But Not that would, she's sorry anything happened. Because it wouldn't make sense. She's like, yeah. completely against what Sam's trying to like fucking talk her out of. Yes. And then she's trying to fight him when he's trying to not fight her. And then she's like, I'm sorry as soon as she's about to like die. Mm-hmm. With a back out of your whole fucking... Uh, yeah, exactly. Views. Yeah. Last second. I don't think that's how... Just kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, then we see... Uh, Bucky used the Flag Smashers app against them to fool them into or like a rendezvous point. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah. I was like, I don't understand. Because they had an app that they were using to communicate with the other like, mm. followers. So he just And they it. engineered or hacked or whatever mm-hmm. to make them say, go to this point and we'll save you or whatever. Gotcha. And it was just them getting arrested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was pretty funny. Yeah. So then out on the street, when Sam brings, what's her name, brings uh, Carly's body to put on the stretcher, he has this big long speech talking to the senators because they're like, thank you, we appreciate you saving our lives, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes into a whole thing of, you need to do better. We all need to do better. And this girl, he does point out the very obvious thing of, this girl just died trying to stop you and nobody has bothered to ask why. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is a fair point. Like, don't... I mean, you. Sh- yes, people can be just insane, but you should at least ask why. If it turns mm-hmm. out, oh, it's because they're crazy, then then they're crazy. Mm-hmm. But don't just assume it's for no reason. Maybe there is a reason. And uh, she Well, had- I don't so much that there's, they don't think there's a reason. It's just they just didn't care. Yeah, I know. And that's what I'm they saying. They didn't agree with what their group's viewpoint was. Yeah. But it wasn't Sam a part of their agenda, trying- so they didn't give a shit. Yeah, but that's what Sam's speech was, trying to get them on the on the the track of paying attention to the people, to everyone, not just the people that are in the room with you making these decisions. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should consider having people that are going to be part of the effects of your decisions in yeah. that room as well every now and then so that it's not just you making decisions that only benefit you. Mm-hmm. So it was... But I mean... Th- to play devil's advocate, they did bring up some good points in their rebuttals against his, not against, but like to his conversation of it's more complicated, you know? Yeah. So the people that come back, if we don't let them back in their old homes, mm-hmm. then they're on the streets versus the ones that we're kicking out and letting them back into their old homes, mm-hmm. which I kind of agreed with to an extent because my logic is. The people who are like now in those homes for the last five years presumably have had jobs or some kind of income or some Mm -hmm. way of like surviving. Yeah. To an extent. Right. Okay. So they'd be better off on their feet finding a new home or whatever, readjusting. Yeah. Versus the people who have been gone for five years Mm -hmm. and have nothing coming back. Right. But by that same logic... The people coming back to the uh, their homes that are now occupied are coming back to jobs that no longer, like, they're going to come back and, like, there's a possibility that these people will get their jobs back. So then the people that were take, that had taken those jobs, they might be let go or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, those, there's 
basically just a finite amount of resources, a finite number of jobs, a finite number of housing arrangements. And yeah. when you're... Well, I mean, the whole the whole world's economy yeah. and just structure was based around the population that they had for five years. Yes. So obviously it's going to be fucked now that you have double the amount of people again. Yes. That whole thing is a very complicated issue and I couldn't begin to think of being one of the people involved in making those decisions mm-hmm. so i would never want to be that would ugh, that'd be terrifying but i do appreciate that they like kind of get into that to an extent of yeah. like the problematic political issues that you would have to tackle yeah. yes in such an event yeah it was, it was a nice alternate aspect to it other than if you're banging someone and then get dusted do you come back inside them? <laughs> yeah. Also important questions, you know? Yeah, definitely. If you were pregnant and the baby got... Would the baby get dusted? And if so, would it come back inside you? Or would it have developed by that point and just exist as a child? I don't think that you could dust you or the you baby. You wouldn't be growing because you didn't I think exist, the right? baby would be part of you because it's it's a like still using your okay. body for okay. nourishment. So, be part so of you. I wouldn't consider it to be possible. So if you were dusted as a pregnant person, the child would also be dusted. It I wouldn't would think just be so. like still That's there. that would be my assumption. That would be worse actually. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay, so then we get to see the Flag Smashers getting their capture situation. They're they're going into these uh, transport vans, and they're headed to the raft, which they keep bringing up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be important. Yeah, of course. But then, of course, we see one of the guys that closes the door on them says, one world, one people, as mm-hmm. he closes the door. So it's like, oh, fuck. Now they're going to get, like escaped mm-hmm. like they're just it's such bullshit here we go again and then they pull away and then oh the vehicle explodes <laughs> okay i guess they're not escaping uh pan over to zemo's butler yeah chilling in his old old car his old car yeah he's got he's he's an old guy chilling in his old car yeah um, who has clearly been involved in causing this yeah, explosion. Yeah, he's like the anti-Alfred. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you need he's, me to kill somebody, I'll like kill a- somebody. Anfred. Yeah. <laughs> Wilfred. Wilfred, okay. Uh, I, I like to believe that the guy who was like, one world, one people, was just fucking with him. Yeah. And, and made him think he was a part of it, and then he's the one that blew up the van. Yeah. As they left, and... <laughs> You just pan over to him, tell him that his buddy's like, so I said. <laughs> and then, boom. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty fucked up. Uh, and then we <laughs> we flash to Zemo in prison reading his book of whatever, and mm-hmm. he's listening to the radio, and it just smiles. I think it was The Art of War. Was it? Okay. I, don't, I just made that up. Okay. It felt like it was. I'm would. assuming it was still Machiavelli. Okay. Because he's just, that's he's a slow what... reader then, huh? <laughs> I mean, he was out of prison for a while. Eh, but he was in there for at least a few days. Okay. Well, I don't know. And what sure. else has he got to do? Yeah, exactly. I guess <laughs> I guess you're right. He's probably like several more books past that. Okay. Then, so 
as we were watching this again, we were like, isn't this the end of the show? And I feel like we were only about halfway. There was a lot more scenes. The second time we watched it, like, I felt like the when we were in the, the scene with the truck falling into the yeah. pit of the construction site, like, it, I thought that was near the end of the yeah. episode when we first watched it. Yeah. So, this show was a lot longer than I thought it was, I guess. Yeah. In retrospect. Yes. Um, so, then we get another uh, follow-up with... Uh, John Walker, where he's at the same, what appears to be the same courthouse as when he got court-martialed. Mm-hmm. So whether that's a coincidence due to, like, COVID restriction to filming, I don't know. Yeah. Or if it was on I want to get into it a little bit later after we finish the okay. summary. But, yeah. yeah, it seems like um, this is kind of just a scene that just set him up as, like, where he's going. Yeah, with the so MCU. we get the uh, Val's there and saying, she alludes to her possible involvement in what Zemo clearly orchestrated in killing mm-hmm. the Flag Smashers, but she's like, or maybe I did, or no. maybe I didn't. She referred like, to it as our our friend Zemo yeah. got the last laugh or whatever. And yeah. I was kind of curious if like she meant that in a rhetorical, humorous way of our friend, mm-hmm. or if she meant, like, no, we actually are... Just this guy. ...working <laughs> together on yeah. things, and we have the same kind of goals. Right. Um, I mean, again, going back to the character, she's theoretically... Going to be a part of the new Hydra, Madam Hydra, mm-hmm. you know. So it'll be interesting where that character goes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and so Walker comes out in his new suit, and he's like, "It's the same, but black." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, and he's introduced as officially as U.S. Agent. That's yeah. his new name. The exact wording, I believe, was uh, things are about to get uh, a bit weird. Mm-hmm. We don't need a Captain America. We need a U.S. agent. Yes. And he gets all jazzed about it. He and his wife are all, like, celebrating after. Yeah, because, well, okay, so the way I'm taking this is, in his head, he's still working for the good guys. Yes. For the government, maybe. I don't know if he's considered the government yeah. at this point. But, like, some kind of Secret Service type superhero gig. Yes. Versus in the public where he cuz that's kind of what he wanted if you think about it in the beginning of the show when he first introduced himself on Good Morning America. Mm-hmm. You know, he was kind of like saying to Lamar in that locker room, I thought we would be like basically out on the the front lines doing good, not just the PR runs. Right. Uh, and he's like this is the job. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> now I think he's kind of optimistic because the job is now going to be to actually do a physical difference yes. to the world. Yeah. Or at least America. Right, yes. <laughs> so do you think this is like a play into Thunderbolts? I honestly, I have no idea what Thunderbolts is. They're a team of like anti-hero type. They're like questionable villains and some are like deemed like villains that turn good, blah, blah, blah. It's, okay. It, they, murky waters of okay. good versus bad uh, on... Who the Thunderbolts are. Considering Zemo is available, theoretically. Mm-hmm. He's yes. in the raft. It seems reasonable. We were supposed to get, I thought, I could swear this was confirmed, that uh, Theodore Ross was going to be a cameo, at the very least, in this series. And it never happened. It's It didn't happen in this. Huh. And so I'm curious if that was going to happen, and maybe the pandemic just took effect and that fucked yeah stuff they were gonna do that's possible but um yeah we never got that so i don't know but i assume that would have tied into thunderbolts a little bit more yeah that's 
Makes sense. I mean, it, it seems like they kind of were establishing at least a foundation for it to exist. Right, yeah, for sure. Okay, so then we uh, catch up with Bucky, who is taking care of his final unfinished business, it seems. He goes to Yori's house, um, the old guy who he goes to sushi with or whatever on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so he goes... This is the full circle of his whole arc yes, of... Yes, where he started. Needing was... to get redemption for what he's done. Yes, so he goes or to closure, Yori's... closure, I guess, for him and... Yeah, he needed to provide closure for... Both of them. Yes. Um, so he goes to Yori's house and tells him, in the most complicated way ever, that his son was murdered mm-hmm. by the Winter Soldier, which was him. Do you think the way they word it was supposed to be intentional? Like, he was just so distracted with the discomfort of having to do this that he yeah. didn't know how to word it normal? I think so, yeah. He's like, your son was murdered by the Winter Soldier. And that person is me. Yeah. <laughs> or something weird like that. Yeah. And it was just and that, like... And he, that was me, yeah. It's like, uh, you couldn't have made it a little bit more he's still normal. St- I feel like he's still struggling to understand how to refer to the Winter Soldier without saying it was him, you know? Cause mm. it, yeah, okay. So, I get it. But it was a little awkward. I, I also wish there was a little bit, maybe the worst was to believe there was, but like it felt like there was like not context to it. Yeah. I mean, he did say like, oh, I, when he was asked why, he said, I didn't I have no a choice. choice or something. But it's like. I need more than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was brainwashed. Yeah. I was out of control. I, I didn't have control of my own body. Like, you know. Yeah. Give something to give it more of a, like, a reason. I have to assume that there was more to that conversation that we didn't see. It just felt very lacking as far as how they executed that scene. Like, I didn't feel like I got the satisfaction of him revealing it to him. Yeah. I agree. And meanwhile, Sam goes to visit Isaiah Bradley. Mm. and um, takes him to the Captain America Museum where he has gotten built a giant bronze statue of Isaiah Bradley and like a dedication talking about what he's contributed to Mm -hmm. the situation. So he's got some serious pull and he, in my opinion, he has to have started that like early on, like after he met him the first time, right? I I get get what they were doing with this whole scene and trying to make it, Contributing it to part of the, the legacy of Captain America and the history and, mm-hmm. and giving him, like, his acknowledgments and stuff. I I enjoyed that aspect. But it did feel, like, out of place as far as the timing. Like, so, yeah, are we supposed to believe it's been a decent amount of time? Did he just whip that up in, like, no time? What I'm thinking is... Like, a day? Like, I don't understand yeah. how that could have realistically been executed so quickly. I, and by that logic, too, if the government is comfortable putting this in does that mean that the stories that isaiah was telling were more of hydra doing this versus the government like maybe the government didn't necessarily know and that was more of a i don't know you get what i'm saying yes because by this logic wouldn't the government want to keep this hidden as well well i'm sure that the dedication thing doesn't say we poked and prodded this guy for however many years it probably is just at least acknowledging oh i took it as that was like the confession of what happened to him. Oh, I just... So you're just saying it's like, yeah, I existed before Captain America and I had the same powers. Yes. Okay, so you think it was, like, sugar-coated 
for the I general public. I assume so, because it was at a museum for public consumption. I would say the opposite, because oh. otherwise Isaiah wouldn't really be comfortable. Like, I don't see why he would be content with it existing if it was essentially a lie. Well, I Not a lie, but, you know, hiding the facts. All I'm the, saying is the there facts. maybe not all the details were on the plaque. Because you wouldn't have enough room on the plaque for all the things well, that happened. Bucky had a, a section. We know this from yeah. the beginning of the, the, the first scene. I think they mm-hmm. show him and Rhodey. Or Sam and Rhodey, I think, walking. Mm-hmm. And you see Bucky's thing. Yeah. I believe that has stuff about him as the Winter Soldier. Okay. Unless I'm wrong about that. Uh-huh. I have no idea. But again, people don't seem to understand that who the Winter Soldier is. So yeah. Maybe that's just hidden from the public. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Isaiah's no- noticeably, obviously, he's moved by. It's scene. great. It's, it's a, a great very moment. nice thing. It, yeah. I think it needed to happen, and it yes. was a good thing. It just the way it was executed, I felt like it felt like either a lot of time has passed, or they're just really speeding this. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> the speed about... at which the government moves usually for things means that Sam has to have put the request in and gotten it approved before he started his training montage. <laughs> okay, so my okay, maybe like after he met so him the first time. You're saying this all happened long before he yeah. had to fight off the flag smashers and save the senators. That's what I was thinking. Okay. I took it as it couldn't have happened until after because otherwise how would he have any real say in or why would the government have any shits to give, whether it's true or not, right. about him wanting it in there? I if he's got no real power right. or, you know, pull. Yeah, he may not have had, like, pull per se, but he may have had connections at least. So that was my thought. The only okay. way that this is reasonable is that he put it in the request previously. Okay. Because it couldn't have happened overnight. It's a fucking bronze statue. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I don't even know how fast that. Maybe they have a bronze statue guy on reserve. Yeah, right? maybe. Okay, so <laughs> they just took somebody else's and they just changed the face. Yeah. <laughs> so this will just have to do. <laughs> yeah. So we wrap up this episode with uh, Bucky bringing a cake to <laughs> Sam's family like cookout party situation, mm-hmm. and they're like hanging out, being buddies, and. Now you see the title is now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And their relationship has seemingly completely healed from... Yeah, there was no walking away after yeah. this mission. That's yeah. what we were told was going to happen. Yeah. So, so. Uh, Throne of Lies yep. from Marvel. <laughs> yes. And... Um, I'm pretty sure... It, actually, I, I, I don't even think it was just like a, a get-together. I think it was intentionally a uh, gender reveal party. All right. For Sarah, was it? Sam's sister? Yeah. Yeah, I think Bucky and her are having a child. <laughs> uh, yeah, already, uh, huh? I believe so. Mm, okay. They really hit it off that one episode. Yeah, where they like looked at each other twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> it happened in the background. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's obviously the, the mid credit scene. Yes, yes. Except it's not. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do the post credit scene here. On the last episode, we have Sharon Carter at her uh, pardon hearing. And she's getting a full pardon. And they're like, oh, you have a, they might have a position in your old division. Do you, would you be interested? And 
So basically, she's going to get her old job back, it seems. But that's confusing because... <laughs> that's, that's S.H.I.E.L.D., right? I thought it was S.H.I.E.L.D., so maybe it's just the unless parent, parent after, division. Unless after Winter Soldier, she moved on to a different thing. Wasn't she just FBI at some point? Was she? I, it might have been. She was S.H.I.E.L.D. up until like everything hit the fan and Hydra was revealed to be within S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, right? And yeah. then that's when... Was it that movie or... No, it was Civil War where she got Cap his shield and all that shit mm-hmm. back, right? And, yeah. And Falcon his wings and all that stuff, right? Yeah. He got them all of their tech back. Yeah. And that's when she became like, you Enemy committed treason yes. and now you are looking to go into prison. Yeah. So, presumably between Winter Soldier and that time, she was in a different division that wasn't S.H.I.E.L.D. Because right. S.H.I.E.L.D. had been dismantled by right. Hydra. That's true. So she she's playing the part of the innocent victim of society really well here. Yeah. And then when she leaves, she calls someone to tell them that they're going to... She smirks gonna... the shit out of that room as yeah. she's leaving. Yeah. So she gets up on the phone. She's like, oh, well, guess what? We may not have super soldiers in serum anymore, but we have state secrets and mm. government prototypes and what have you to sell. Um, so who the fuck is she talking to? That's a good question. That's a good question. Do you think that's supposed to be the thing that makes people question if she is or isn't the power broker? Is she talking to the power broker? Is she the power broker talking to a lackey? Right, Or yeah. somebody she works with? Yeah, it, those are all good questions, and I have no answers. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do know that there was that, that anonymous woman that she mm-hmm. got picked up at the cargo zone in yes. that what, third or fourth episode. Yes. Um who was who she talked like, to like she like always talked about like what the what the plans were. So yeah. maybe it's her. But she was wearing like a suit when she picked her up, like an agency type situation. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's interesting. There's a lot of questions there. Yeah. Yeah, I I I am fully believing that she's just a bad guy at this point. Yeah. The question is going to be is she truly Sharon Carter mm-hmm. or is she going to be like a scroll situation where mm-hmm. she's no longer in play and she's somewhere else in space being held captive and the scroll is taking over her spot. Okay. Um, which would give them access to the tech and yes. not just being able to use it against the world, but, you know, having knowledge of their tech and how to make it for themselves or, or mm-hmm. to counter it if they need to yeah stuff like that right yes that would play more into like the secret invasion that or show that we're going to be getting right mm-hmm. so it's very true we'll see we i'm will. really interested to see what they do with this whole connection thing because so far there hasn't been really any connection with this and wandavision and unless presumably loki uh, you're right unless she's <laughs> mephisto i know and so i or she's calling mephisto that's true. That's true. Maybe she is. That's Maybe a, she is the That's a long broker. distance call. <laughs> it's a special phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know who it could be. I guess my question for you is, is it somebody new? If it is somebody of importance, is it going to be somebody new? A big threat coming up? Or do you think it's going to be like just somebody that is like, oh, I know who that is. I think we're going to know cool. who they are. She's, she's working with them or something. Not cool, but you know. Like, yeah. I think we're going to know who it is. Okay. That's my suspicion. What if it's Zemo? Mm. Well, she couldn't be talking to Zemo, but Wilfred. 
Oh, as a side note, further evidence. <laughs> that was a joke, by the way. I know. As further evidence that she is not the power broker. Mm-hmm. When they broke into that lab, the scientist guy did not act like he recognized her. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he would have ever seen her face. True. If she's trying to play this part and and manipulate everybody around yeah. her, she could have another person who plays the part of the power broker in meetings and shit. That's true. If you think about it, Carly didn't even... Uh, well, did she know? No, she did know she was the power broker. Uh, uh, allegedly. Yeah. She knows she's involved, at least. Yeah. yeah. She referred to her as associated, if not yes. the power broker. Yes. But... Yeah, I don't know. But at the same time, that exact scene, when Zemo kills the guy, mm-hmm. she goes, what did you do? Like, yes. like panicky, not yeah. like, not like you fucked the mission, like, you fucked my mission. Right. That's true. Okay. Fair enough. Plus, let's say he does know that she is the power broker. The scientist guy. Yes. He could take that as knowing that she's secretly there as you know the power broker and he thinks it's going to be cool because she's there to like stop whatever they're doing got it i I would just take it as he never met them in person yeah you're probably right let's talk about our like overall season thoughts i think at this point okay uh you brought up some stuff about the pandemic so let's let's talk about this one uh situation that you brought up there's uh i guess there's rumors that they're okay so let's start with the plot of the flag smashers seems a little disjointed and weird yes it does feel like they've they said things in the first episodes that felt like that was a plot point that they just kind of yeah they were stealing vaccines yeah uh-huh so it did and then seem... there was there was something about uh I feel like Sam said something or somebody said something about how they were going to unleash something on the world, some kind of a plague or something. Mm. I feel like that was a thing that was referenced in like the first episode or two. Oh, you might be right. It does sound kind of familiar. And then it was just kind of never happened. So maybe it's implied that they stopped that with whatever they did. Yeah. In the first encounters with them. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess the rumors are that there was a terrorist distributed pandemic situation in the show that the flag smashers were stealing vaccines to protect their people um and this is possibly the illness that donya madani was supposed to have died from rather than tuberculosis as she did in this show Mm. but the there was a time probably multiple times but one specific time in february of last year that disney extended the shooting schedule um and this was not quite pandemic times yet, but we knew about coronavirus and it mm-hmm. was getting pretty serious, especially in China. Um, and this, they said that the, or it was mentioned that the pushing back of the, or extending the shooting schedule was due to rewrites of the plot. So it is suspected Okay. That these rewrites were to get rid of references to the pandemic because it was too soon. Yeah. Also, just in general, the the second half of this series feels like it was a little rushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it the first half felt like it was very slow and building things, and then the second half felt like they were just pushing through. Yeah. Uh, sections of the story, you know, like the last episode felt very. 
I felt like there was supposed to be more to that. Yeah. You know, with John Walker, we we get him helping in the, the last episode. And then we just get him, like, kind of, like, pat yeah. Sam on the back mm-hmm. after he gives his big speech. Yeah. And then he just kind of walks away in dust yeah. in the wind. Yeah. Hits the old dusty trail. Yeah. And just, like... <laughs> All right, I'm going to head out now. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> Like that was it. Like it yeah. just felt like they that there there. I was surprised there wasn't more to that. Like a some kind of conclusion to their butting head relationship with the Captain America situation. Yeah. You know, not that like I needed them to be like rock paper scissors. Who's Captain America? But like I guess I thought there would be like some kind of a John Walker acknowledging that he should be the Captain America and that you know. He, He's going to find his own path. And then that's where they go to the scene of him becoming U.S. agent. You know, right, right. something a little bit more concrete than just, all right, I'm going to head out now. Yeah. Like, I feel like all those things happen, just not a direct discussion between Sam and John Walker. So I'm just saying as far as a, like a, a production side like standpoint, it yeah. feels like that stuff was probably chopped off the the schedule because yes. of the, the schedule conflicts of the pandemic because yes. we do know that they had multiple times they had to pause yeah uh, i think they even moved shooting to like another country just so they could film or something at one yeah. point yeah it does seem like something was impacted plot wise yeah but overall it worked out i think it, yeah. it's fine I, we basically this whole point was just to become captain america right it was for yeah. sam to find himself yes get the confidence and and to realize that he has a bigger calling. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with Sam throughout this season is he's dealing with being chosen to replace Cap and not feeling like he can. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he figures out that he can and he stands up to the challenge and now he's fucking Captain America. And he, yeah. he, just, he, he just had to figure it out for himself. I think it's a really cool way of... of you know... It, after this first phase, you know, going into Endgame and stuff, it was going to be like, well, how are they going to, like, keep the Marvel Universe going with losing all these characters? And I think they've kind of just established with this one, they're not going to lose the characters. They're going to lose the people playing those characters. Yes. You know, so we have Captain America still. Like, yes. Captain America did not age out. He's not gone. Yeah. He's just, Steve he's just now Sam. Yeah. Instead of Steve. Exactly. And so we're going to keep getting these character trademark names. Yes. You know, we already know there's an Iron Heart series in the works. That's going to replace Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to get these, like, characters just in different forms mm-hmm. over and over and tell people, like, we're kind of over it. Yeah. So just like the comics. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <Yeah. laughs> So we're going to try something a little bit different with this anatomy episode. Yeah, we're going to try something where we say certain sections that meant something in one way or another. And we're going to use the theme of an autopsy to do that. We're not going to go super in-depth and do all of the organs, but we'll give you an explanation of what each section means as we go through it. So to start off, we've got the anus. (laughs) It's a good place to start or end, really. Yeah. But <laughs> and we're gonna use this to re- uh, represent. We're gonna talk about the things that we thought were either really shitty, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, it was. Uh, <laughs> or things that we hated. 
Okay. So it could be either or, or both. Just things that didn't work, we Just, didn't like. Yeah, we didn't okay. like it. Um, so first up, off, I have something that's kind of a conflicting answer, but I hated John Walker as a person. Okay, not like, as a character, as a person. As a, as a... Like, not as Captain America, as no, I hated, John Walker. No, no, I hated him as a Captain America. Okay. But I... As a person, he has some redeeming qualities, but I hated, I hated him, and we were supposed to. So it's not technically something that was shitty, but I did hate him. Okay. So it's complicated. <laughs> so you felt he was shitty. He was shitty. Now, when you say that, do you think the writing of him was shitty, no. or do you just think? I think who the acting, he was the writing, identified the, as was shitty. Yeah, the acting and the writing was incredible, way above par, because he was supposed to be hated, mm. and they did such a good job. And that they did do a really good job with, like you know. Making you feel like he's trying to live up. He's kind of the opposite of Sam. He's trying to live up to to Steve Rogers. Yes. He wants to embrace that. Yes. He wants to be that tier. Yes. And up there with him. Whereas Sam is like, I don't think anyone can ever be that tier. Right. And I don't want to even try to compete. Because it's just going to not work. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I did like that arc. So... It, yeah, I had a hard time with this category because I honestly didn't hate much about this show. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as actually not liking something. Except for, also, I didn't like the weird age situation with Carly. Because I felt like everyone kept calling her a kid, but she looks like it she's just in her didn't 30s. Really, I, just I didn't understand like it didn't how old I, she was actually supposed to be. And the more they kept trying to, like, emphasize that she's young, it yeah. made me just feel like... I think it was dumber being every young time. Isn't, being young is not an excuse for being a dickhead. Like... Well, I just mean the character, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the actor, it, it, she doesn't look like a teenager or early 20-year-old. She looks like she's in her fucking 30s. Yeah. So, not to say that she's There's ugly nothing wrong with that, or too but she old. just doesn't look just like a teen. I just mean, like, just don't call her a teenager yes. or cast a it teenager. It would have been fine if you just stopped <laughs> her. Cast somebody younger looking if that's yeah. the goal you're going for. Exactly. Trying to tell us that she's young doesn't make it believable just because you say just it. Just because you want it to be, yeah. Alright, so what's the anus for you? <laughs> what's your anus? <laughs> Tell me about your anus. <laughs> uh, um, I think for me it was the... It was hard for me to believe that nobody knew who the fuck the Winter Soldier was outside of, like, criminals. Yeah. It just seemed like it was not... Be- it just... It was hard for me to believe that... Nobody knew who he was. Yeah. You know, Carly was like, have you ever done, been anything, been a part of anything bigger than yourself? Yeah. Like, you don't know what that's like. Bitch, it's like, please. I, that took me so far out of it. Like, I, yeah. I had a rant when we were watching it about yeah. how stupid that was. Yeah. That she could possibly say. So I guess my, my complaint would probably be like, sometimes the writing felt stupid. Yeah. Like, the writers, I don't know how they thought, unless it was intentional to make her, like, naive. Yeah. Maybe that was supposed to play into her being so young. Yeah. Like, maybe she was just born five years ago. Yeah. Maybe she's only five. She's a we don't fucking old. know. <laughs> she was born and then got dusted. As if she's 10. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it just, to me, like, it felt like that was a bit of a lapse in the continuation of the MCU because it's like, unless we're supposed to believe that the only people who got acknowledgement for saving the world was. You know, the core Avengers. Like, mm-hmm. unless that's the only people who got acknowledged, then yeah. I don't understand how he's being perceived as 
like just some random, just some random guy with a yeah, fucking metal arm. Yeah, just happens to have a cool you know, metal even, arm. Even the criminals over in uh, over Madripoor were, you know, not one of them fucking knew that he was a part of saving the world. You know, he plays this whole role of, oh, I'm the Winter Soldier. I'm evil still. Yeah. But, like, nobody knew that he was, like, helping them <laughs> save the world. Yeah. Nobody they, knew they, this. There were no camera phones there, so it didn't happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, in that aspect, I felt like it was yeah. a bit fucking shitty yeah. writing. Yeah. Uh, or just lack of, like, I guess it's like a plot hole to me. Yeah, I get it. It's a personal plot hole. Okay. Filled with shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what about the muscle? Do you? What do you think were some strong and strong or weak points? Anything about that with the plot or of the show in general? I think I enjoyed the arcs for Sam and Bucky, both individually mm-hmm. and. As a unit. Because mm-hmm. we got to see them both kind of in their own personal struggles. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of got their, you know, conclusions and, and completion of those arcs. Yeah. For Bucky, it was coming clean to the father of one of his victims mm-hmm. that, you know, he was being tortured in his sleep, whatever, about something he did. So I do like that they did that. Yeah. Um, Sam, obviously, his whole arc was rejecting the shield and then embracing it by the end and yeah. and coming back as our Captain America. You yes. know, you know, so uh, I do enjoy those. And then, of course, we got the whole, like, them butting heads yes. in the beginning. And then by the end, they're, like, having a baby reveal party together <laughs> for not, for Bucky and just, Sarah. Just to be clear, he's joking. That's not real. <laughs> I mean, show me the evidence that that was not a baby reveal party. <laughs> Baby reveal. <laughs> Here's a baby. <laughs> Puts it back in the drawer. <laughs> Whatever. Gender reveal. Yeah. But I will say, I kind of felt like before this, at one little loophole I would say, is I feel like before this show, it seemed like they were going to have, or it seemed like they already had kind of a semi-bond by Civil War. They still had their whole like, Joking like I hate you, like the yeah. whole Bucky and Sam teaming up against Spider Man and just yeah. getting their ass kicked. Like yeah. they had some like, <laughs> like we don't like each other banter, but it also right. felt playful. Like it was a part of their bond at the same yes, time. That's true, but I guess it wasn't. Yeah, I guess they secretly just hated each other. <laughs> yeah, they were frenemies. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I would say the weakest point was the Flag Smashers plotline, which we kind of discussed. So. The reason I started with weakest, full disclosure, is because um, I agree with your strongest. (laughs) That was basically one of my strongest as well. So, um, my... I would say the weakest point was the Flag Smashers plotline because I felt like I didn't... Which we may have explained why with those rumors or whatever about Mm. the the plot being rewritten and stuff. But I just felt like I didn't really buy into their whole thing. Like... Yeah, you have this whole like we wanted to be like it was during the during the blip or whatever. But like, give me some more details. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't need you to. What about the blip was so yeah, fun? How did you escalate in six months from, uh, 
just existing to now killing people. Mm-hmm. Like, ha- six months seems yeah. like I a mean, short period of time. Obviously, Madripoor didn't allow... Like, they just... They didn't have to wear shirts. There yeah. was no rules. Yeah. They could do anything. I just didn't see how this is... This is supposed to be six months after, right? The blip? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, Ish. it's debatable. But, yeah. So... That's they what said it's a few implied. months, and then people are saying that's six months. But well, either I, way, yeah. three or six, however many, it's it's supposed to be at, at most six months, mm-hmm. and that seems like a very short period of time to escalate. But the five years is when they were in the blip, right? Yeah, but so it was five years of them in that, and then I, okay, I get what you're but saying. But there was nothing so wrong during that time. So now they're going three months of them having a disc. Pleasure. Yeah, the, exactly. Suddenly people are, are back and now they're pissed. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, there's a problem. But that seems like such a short period of time to escalate to, to this To be rational, life. yeah, you would think like, well, it takes time to fix things. Yeah. Everything's exactly. new for everybody. It's not just going to be instant. It's I mean, not how it works. You know, like the senator said, it's complicated. Yes. You know, it's, it's no easy solution for everything. So I guess that they were understanding, yeah. But, okay. So I get that. That was a weak point. Um... For me, the weak, the weak muscle, yeah, of the series, um, I <laughs> the abs, <laughs> yeah, my abs, my abs, my yeah. basically everything, <laughs> b- but my feet. Somehow they're holding me up. <laughs> I kind of touched upon it earlier. I, I think it's the whole John Walker getting a, not so much a, a ending for his arc because I think they kind of gave him one, but I think just the way that they went about. I, not so much a resolution, but a closure of him and Sam's and Bucky's whole, like, fight for the shield. I guess it just, you know, like you said, it, the easy way is just, like, it was a mutual understanding yeah. at the end. But yeah. I felt like there should have been some kind of scene. And I think that was kind of weak mm-hmm. that they didn't. It felt weak to not give something like that, just to end it. That makes sense. Uh, now that you say that, I have another strong point that I want to bring up since I did, since you had the same one as me. Um, something I felt felt was very very strong for this was what they did with John Walker and having him giving, give him like a super soldier serum, no, making him strong, no, <laughs> having him given the Captain America mantle before Sam took it because any way you do it, going from Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. To a new person taking over the mantle, we're everyone's gonna be like, I mean, you're, but you're not Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. But if you go immediately to this guy who's a total dick bag and doing it wrong, then Sam taking up the mantle, it makes it okay. Yes, you do deserve this. You're the one that's gonna do it right. Plus, it also kind of gives Sam that hindsight of what not to do. Yeah. Well, at least I'm not, not that like he would have done the same thing, yes. but like he knows what to be and what yes. not to be. Yeah. Um that is the question. <laughs> uh it's kinda like John Walker was like the rebound after yes. Steve Ex- Rogers exactly. breakup. Exactly. And it didn't it obviously it's wasn't gonna go anywhere. Yeah, it was a one it was just stand. A, it was just gonna get your emotions out yeah. to get a nice fuck in there. Yeah. And then Sam's the one that you're going to pamper into being the one you want to be with. Right, right. <laughs> Let's move into the heart of the show. What was the, something you loved the most about it? Um, I, I think for me the best part of this was like it 
it branched the entire MCU into like a bigger entity, I guess. It 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 was about Sam getting his confidence. It was about Bucky getting his redemption. Mm-hmm. But overall it was about this world after the blip and what it's become and and it's about everybody having to figure this shit out together. You know, obviously there's a lot of stumbling going on, but mm-hmm. like everyone has their own motives, their own views, but like in the end it's about we need to get this shit going. Yeah. And we all are in this together. In the end, the whole one world, one people, mm-hmm. you know, I was probably used by the wrong group, but like yeah. in the end, that was the theme of the the story. And, yes. and that did not necessarily get reflected right away at mm-hmm. the end, but it gave the, the tease and the promise of hopefully seeing that coming forward. I agree. But I, I think the heart of it was giving the MCU more life. And, and all these kind of branches of storylines that they can go with now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for me, I think the heart of it was Bucky's snark. <laughs> what? His snark? Yeah. All of his little, like, ridiculous, like, sarcastic comments. Like, I was just dying. I feel like it was... Okay. The, it was... They were so good. It just... Okay, so like the writing? Yeah, yeah, the comedy. Okay. I don't know. You have an example? Um, yeah, like the end, the, in, in this episode, where... The baguette and the french fries? <laughs> no, because that wasn't him. Oh, yeah. Sam said that. Yeah, Sam said it. I was, I said Bucky, though. Oh, I thought you said Sam. Did I? If I said Sam, I don't know, but... Okay. I meant Bucky, because he had all these little, like, sarcastic comments here and there like when um john walker uses an abraham lincoln quote or whatever and he's oh, like okay. oh he's a really good like good guy or whatever and he's like not when you say it or good guy good quote he's like not yeah. when you say it yeah like, okay little bullshit like that gotcha. i just thought i was cracking up every episode he always had something to say that was like sarcastic or what did he say he was like oh depends on the therapist whenever uh what's her name <sighs> Sharon was like, I hear pardons aren't all they're cracked up to be. And he's like, depends on the therapist. Okay. So, I don't know. I just enjoy that humor. And okay. So, so you thought the heart was It was the, the humor. Yeah. I mean, in in reality, it was their relationship and how they repaired their relationship. But Through a lot humor. of that a lot of that was in relation to Bucky being hilarious. Gotcha. In his weird dry way. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. What about the brain? What did you think was really smart that they did with this? Smart and or dumb. Or dumb. You're right. Uh, I think what was really smart was that they didn't just give him the mantle of Captain America after Endgame. And well, they kind of did after Endgame, right? It was mm-hmm. like the assumption was, oh, you're now the Captain America. Mm-hmm. But they chose to use this as a starting point to not just give him... A better origin story. I was mm-hmm. obviously you didn't really get one for Falcon. It was just like, oh yeah, I got these wing prototypes I used. Yeah, <laughs> and that was basically it, right? Yeah, I so can fly. We gave him a, an origin story, but also we we gave a a very powerful message of him becoming the next Captain America, and not just being like, oh okay, he's the cop. It it means more now. It, it's it's kind of like going back to the first Avenger. 
and you know where we see Steve as a scrawny little guy mm-hmm. who has this big heart of wanting to do good, but he doesn't have the body, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, we're getting that same struggle. We're getting like you know we're we're getting Sam in this position of he doesn't feel like he has the ability to do the change he wants, mm-hmm. and then we get to a point where he becomes confident. Not so they couldn't, but he gets the confidence, right? Yeah. I think that. The way that they built him into becoming Captain America was better than just saying, okay, you're the next cat because that's what the plot point needs. Yeah. It, it gave it more meaning behind it. Yes. Uh, the brain for me is something very similar. I felt like even though it bothered me that Isaiah um, basically shit on the idea of him becoming a black Captain America, he was like, no. And I was like annoyed by that because I felt like you should encourage him because Mm -hmm. it's really awesome, you know? Mm -hmm. But I felt like in the end it kind of turned out better because to have detractors and people say you can't do it or you shouldn't do it and to still stand up and do something that you're worried is going to be a big deal. It makes it more impactful too and more realistic because in the real world you're going to have have different views. You're not going to have black and white. You're going to have... People with different views, you know, different yes. people might agree on something, but they're, they're, you know, literally the Flag Smashers and Sam had the same, like, idea of, yes, things need to be changed, yeah. but, you know, one was, we'll destroy it, the other one was like, no, we'll fix it. Yes. Um, that was a really important aspect to this show mm-hmm. that I think worked really well at, at telling a darker tone to the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, they... They took the whole arc of Steve Rogers being the first, you know, super soldier, and they turn it on its head. It doesn't take away from what Steve Rogers did and being Captain America. Yeah. Obviously, in this plot point, he didn't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does add a lot of uh, weight to what we know as what happened during the events of World War Two and mm-hmm. and going forward as far as the serum and where it came from and how it came about. Yeah, definitely. And I think in in this case seeing him uh it overcome all of the doubts on his own end and other people's end, mm-hmm. he showed perseverance, which is one of the most important qualities that makes Captain America Captain America. And just on a storytelling aspect, too, like, the fact that he was so against him becoming Captain America, one, it seemed like because he just didn't want him to go through the same fate that he thought he would, Mm -hmm. that he experienced. Uh, But two, when you then turn his opinion to, there's something special about you, Mm -hmm. and, you know, essentially you proved me wrong. Yes. Uh, I believe in you now, and what you you are here for, and, like, you're going to do big things. When you when you have a character turn like that, mm-hmm. it then makes the cause more impactful for the viewer. Yeah, definitely. So, what was the dumb of this series for you? Or was there? Um, dumb. Let's see. I kind of wanted to end up on a positive note. Oh, okay. So, I didn't think about dumb. But... Okay, so the dumb of this series was that I suggested there was a <laughs> dumb of the series. There were some dumb things. Uh, one thing that I felt was a little dumb was, as we mentioned in the first episode, uh, where Sam seems to be freely just killing terrorists. 
<laughs> it doesn't match with the rest of his character. Yeah, well, again, it's like one of those things where it's like, it does seem weird because it's like, uh, he's just killing people left and yeah. right in the first scene of this show. Yeah. And then we get Zemo do it. And he's like, what the fuck, Zemo? Yeah. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> You know, so and then the and only then, explanation is that somehow those people were supposed to have survived, but it just yeah, some of it didn't. They didn't. It's not a thing. Yeah, it didn't seem. Do they have a third parachute? Like no. Yeah, uh, it comes out of their anus. Yeah, an <laughs> anus shoot. <laughs> a parachute? I don't know. <laughs> a parachute? Yeah, it's a parachute made of shit. Um, <laughs> and then uh, and then to go further. John Walker as Captain America mm-hmm. kills a guy. Yep. And then he's like, What the fuck? Yeah. Or Carly even. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. He's like holding everybody accountable. Yeah. But then he's doing it and he's like, eh, it's for it's, it's, it's for, it's, for it's for justice. Yeah. It's it's for so justice. That to me made me think there's gotta be we were supposed to see some other explanation for what happened to those people because it just didn't match. Yeah, I I guess we're just supposed to believe that like they cartoon fell and they're yeah. not dead but yeah. no they, like, they're dead floated like a feather to yeah so that was pretty dumb yeah i will go with that yeah okay. uh my dumb my dumb <laughs> my dumb yeah i don't think i established what it was <laughs> uh it's the whole sharon carter thing unless it's gonna be like some bigger ploy of i i guess it kind of ties into her maybe being the power broker mm-hmm. but the whole idea like oh i couldn't go back to the Mm, U.S. Yeah. because I'm a wanted person, and it's just like you couldn't find any way of contacting Nick Fury, or or nobody was willing to help you out, knowing that it was Hydra all along, yeah. and like it just it just seems like not realistic. Either that's really really bad storytelling, or it's gonna pay off later with the you know power if, broker. If she theme. were a scroll, then that would explain that. And she wouldn't necessarily have all the memories to. She would only have what she had of her yeah. outside of the U.S. So she yeah. would. But then at the end, she goes there. So true. Yeah, whatever. Although, is that how it works? You would just have whatever memories they had at the time. But they're like the older memories are harder for them to reach or whatever. Is right? That, is that I don't know? Is that, there is was that a, a Captain thing Marvel in thing? The whole Captain Marvel thing where I haven't seen it in a while. So it I don't... was like he asked some question to the like... Goose movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his sidekick, the, the, the female sidekick he had. Yeah, the female sidekick to Goose, yeah. <laughs> the Flurkin. Yeah, yeah. His wingman. Yeah, his wing woman. Flurkin and Lurkin. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on a T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, you should make it. It's a very uncomfortable and yeah. settling shirt, but yeah. that should definitely be a shirt. Um. Yeah, there was something to do with if you ask certain very specific, detailed questions of your deep memory, they aren't able to get all of them from okay, you. Okay, okay. Yeah, we got to do like a watch of all these yeah. things again and kind of get better. I definitely want to go back to the Captain America stuff because I think it's yeah. going to be really satisfying to go back and see like the details that we, you know. Mm-hmm. Obviously, weren't there intentionally in the beginning, but, but or maybe they were. Now but they, now they're going to be like tied in, and it's going to be really satisfying to see these little things. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe we'll see some plot holes that like make no sense. We'll we'll yeah. never know. Yeah. So yeah. All right. That's our anatomy. That is. So uh, one last question, mm-hmm. or a couple questions. Do you think 
we're getting a season two. Was it already confirmed? I don't, I don't know. Okay, so we don't have any confirmation of a season two for this series, right? But does, does it does feel like a series that could be getting another season? Yes, right. Unlike it does. WandaVision, which feels like a one-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one maybe Loki, depending how they do their stories, could probably see sequels in the the future. Uh, we do know that we are getting a Captain America four. Mm-hmm. No casting, but it's pretty much fucking assumed that yeah. they're going to be in this, right? Yeah. Uh, they literally called this Captain America and the Winter Soldier at the end of this whole series, right? Mm-hmm. So, which was another question I had. Wait, why is it not Captain America and Bucky? Yeah, I wondered the same thing. If they're going to get their new really... identities, he's yeah. not really. I guess you. I guess if he's embraced the Winter Soldier yeah. as a positive. Yeah, and Bucky the One-Armed Man. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Captain America and the One-Armed Man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. But Someone's I... like, he killed my wife. <laughs> Bucky's like, or Sam's like, wasn't me. It was the One-Armed Man. Yeah. And Bucky's like, dude. <laughs> I have two arms. I wrote that off in my notebook. Why are you bringing it up? Um, so we do know that a, a new Captain America movie is coming out. So that's exciting. Yes. Um, beyond that, do you think this could be like kind of a in between movies? They have this kind of thing as like a setup for like maybe further plot devices. Uh, do we think that movie is going to go into? what's happened in this movie or in this series or do you think this is going to have further impacts on other shit um it might touch on some of these things but i imagine it would be a fairly different like scope like do you think power broker is going to be a theme in the next movie or would it be in a season two I think Power Broker would be in season two, and then maybe indirectly if the Power Broker provided something to someone who then becomes a villain. Okay. It feels like Captain America is definitely going to follow the lines of the political aspects of the MCU. Yes. And global issues, right, within politics and and that whole genre. They do not seem to be shying away from much of it, which is, you know... I mean, it makes sense. It's That's kind of yeah. what the character is. But yeah. it is a new person playing, playing Captain America. Yes. So it's interesting to see if they're still following that kind of theme. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then I guess with that whole question, too, then I guess Sharon Carter is either going to be a part of the power broker thing or not, if, depending if she's the, the person. Yeah. We'll probably see her cameo in some other stuff, at least as a government official, if yeah. not the power broker itself. Do you think she's going to have any ties to Val? That's a good question. Maybe she's working into doing the Thunderbolts with Val. Like, maybe this is... No, although, mm. that wouldn't make sense because she's already in the government. She doesn't really need Sharon for that. Yeah, I don't think... I don't think that they're working together. Yeah, I just don't... I don't think so yet. Okay. They, maybe they could at some point. Like the one question could be is if she's... If Val's the power broker, but she's eh, probably not. Yeah, probably not. It'll be interesting to see where they go with this whole character or characters. Yes. Another name they could have gone with is Captain America and the White Wolf. That's a good point. You know, that's something we didn't really even talk about was the um, the whole Wakanda aspect of this series mm-hmm. and how big of a role that played. Yeah. Um, so, another tie-in to like the bigger scale of the MCU. 
Yeah. I do think it's a little weird that they went from wanting to kill Zemo to just being like, oh, he's going to go into the raft. But I'm sure there's going to be some bigger play at that at some point. Yeah. So what will your final rating be for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Full uh, season or series or whatever it may be. I mean, it's a, it's a dissected. Like, it doesn't matter what things I didn't like about it. Overall, it was absolutely great. Loved it. So, definitely dissect it for me. Okay. So it can do no wrong? I mean, you could still have a dissect it if it did some things wrong. What if it were to say, what if Falcon and Bucky were like, Anybody named Jessica smells like poo. <laughs> Would that change your rating? Or is it still worthy of a dissect it? I mean, I guess I would. I don't know how I would react to that. <laughs> but overall, the show. How crazy would that be? Yeah. You'd have to dissect you smell like poo. Yeah. What's your rating? Oh. <laughs> You're still trying to work that into more jokes, aren't you? No. I just, okay. <laughs> I, I'm i probably going to go dissect it, but I do feel like there were things I think could have been better. However, I enjoyed watching all six episodes, and I think that I personally had higher expectations than I should have, mm. as far as like the plot and like mm-hmm. where it was going to go. Yeah. Uh, I kind of did the same thing with WandaVision. I feel like... Maybe not just me, but other people need to just start setting their standards lower for what to expect out of these, not just series, but even movies going forward. Because it's, yeah. it's like we're not getting this 10 years of build up for Endgame anymore. Like, yeah. I think we're, I think Feige's even said we're getting smaller dose type things, like team up things rather than a, of like a bunch of, you know, a couple characters versus a bunch of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. If I can simmer my expectations in that aspect, I think I'll start enjoying things even more. That makes sense. You know, we had all, well, everybody had all these crazy fan theories of WandaVision, right? And then it was like the simplest fucking plot and resolution in the end. There was yeah. no grand scheme as far as we're aware. Right. I mean, there will be at some there point. There will be something. But it, in the moment, there isn't. And I think I needed to have that attitude with this one. Yeah. Am I... Maybe I'm not sure if I'm mistaken, but was wasn't Falcon Winter Soldier supposed to come out before WandaVision? It was. So yes. had they come out in reverse order, do you think you would feel better about the situation? About the show or just about In general the whole like, MCU right now. The whole MCU because I feel like this had kind of a less complicated plot line. It was more direct. Yeah. It was and less less fan theories really, Where other WandaVision than was like, Holy fuck, Sharon who's Carter. this and who's that? Yeah. Yeah. I I think WandaVision was the perfect first viewing for the MCU after Endgame. Okay. I know we were supposed to get Black Widow and then this one before. But I think as far as hype and getting people more in, I guess like in love again with the MCU and, mm-hmm. and like WandaVision was important. Yeah. I, I, so I guess to answer your question, if this came out first, I think I would probably be less like, oh my god, I can't wait for what's to come. Okay. Got it. But that said, we didn't get all the crazy shit we thought we were going to get out of WandaVision. Very true. Just a lot of setup. Yes. 
So it looks like we're a DTF. Yeah. For for Falcon and Winter Soldiers. Uh, Captain America. Oh, sorry, sorry. And for, the Winter Soldier. For Captain America and the one-armed Buck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that seems to be it for our anatomy of Captain America <laughs> and the one-armed man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the one arm man or just the one arm buck? Yeah. It's got a lot more uh, zest to it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it does. Zest. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that's it for our anatomy episode, and we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're still listening, and uh, we appreciate you. Please go to iTunes and or Apple Podcasts and leave us a review or a rating or some kind of feedback so we can have a clue if this is even useful to you all. Um, definitely check us out on Facebook. Our group is called Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFpod or send us an email directly to DTFpod at gmail.com or check out our website, DTFcast.com. And, of course, check out our regular scheduled episodes. I guess this is the last one of our uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. I, so I'm kind of relieved we're going to have a small break <laughs> yeah. between this and Loki because yeah. there was just Doing no... Doing two episodes every week is a lot. Yeah. It is. It is a lot. <sighs> Especially when we have ones like this that run over what over, we were thinking it would. Over, 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 yeah. yeah. And over, over? <laughs> and over, 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 over? over, over. over. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Glad we were on the same page there. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for the anatomy episode. Yep. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>